Welcome to the Come Up Top of Your Game. My name is Mike. I'm here with Carmen. We both have about three decades in the financial industry, and this program is geared towards small business owners with the aim of providing advice, resources, and best practices. These are lessons learned so you can make money and thrive in business. But every once in a while, we kind of do something when it, it comes to um, lifestyle. And today is a lifestyle thing. Carmen, how are you? Hey, Mike. How are you doing today? Great. We yes. got a Good. hot topic today. We got a hot today. topic today, don't we? Mar- marriage and money. Yes. Oh, my goodness. Uh, that is very hot. Get a cup of coffee. <laughs> get a glass of wine. Sit back and relax because we're going to take you on a ride. We're about to touch some points. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, if, if you you may want to comment on this show. Okay. First of all, I, I'm... I'm you know, we have plenty of resources here at the Come Up, and I'm reading one, and it says, one way to help make your marriage work is to make the household finances work. This means that the two of you need to agree on how to combine or coordinate your new household accounts and debt. And while a constructive conversation about household finances may not be the most romantic interaction you can have, it does contribute to the well-being of your marriage. Man, that's a mouthful, Mike. Okay, well, first of all, you know, maybe it might not be good to have a joint operating agreement when it comes to finances. Maybe it might not be a good idea to join because there are some lopsided situations out here. You know, Mike, 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 (laughs) I can agree because I was married once, so I can agree. And I'm married now. But let me tell you something, Mike. We should, um, you know, that being married is like a business, right? It is. It is a combination. So it's like you yes. have a business partner. So let's say you open a business account and you decide to put your partner on it. But your partner might decide that your partner might not be a good money management person, but you didn't know that. That's kind of how it is in a marriage, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, so sometimes, so you touch on, you touch on something. You know, when, look, you know how they combine some of the names of some of these su- stu- superstars that get married? Like, what was that, Benifer, Ben Affleck, and ben, Jennifer yeah. Lopez? Yeah, Lopez. Um, well, you know, you combine the, the names. Look at uh, how uh, Bill Gates, uh, him and his wife, mm-hmm. and they just got a divorce, and the transaction to separate them was just an enormous um, financial um, document. Yeah. You know, to 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 separate the two of them, it was a huge project to separate their finances. Um, but we've got situations now where somebody might have bad credit. Yeah, um, isn't that something you, know, you got to pull your credit? Before you get married. Yeah, I, matter of fact, I think that's probably where we should start. Yeah. If you're getting ready to get married or dating, and you, it's to the point where it looks like it you might be very sure serious. Got, what, you got, well, First of all, you're going to have to do the criminal background check. But while you're at it, do the credit background check. <laughs> because you may be getting into a situation where you may you may have a 780 780 score 780 score but then your spouse have a or, 540 or potential may may have maybe 540 so you're getting in a lopsided and you know that's why some people have those prenups so, and all that but but you know when you think about it I guess the credit score is important because when you think about it, that tells if they're a good money management type of person, if they know how to handle their finance. 
Absolutely. That means they're paying their bills on time and you Yeah, know, but you know, but that's but, what, but love comes in the picture. Yeah, so love you do may, come you in the picture. You really love that person and you're gonna but if you if you have the information you may now you can make a decision. Okay, I love this person, but I don't want to get married, and I don't. It's just too much for me. Or you can say, I love that person. I know they have bad credit. I know they have all this tax stuff. But, but you're willing I to wanna, work I, with I, them. Yeah, I want to get married anyway. Yeah. So it's up to you. But the more information you have, the better it is. And maybe love may not conquer the financial part of it because you know they may have back taxes. They may have they may have multiple families in the past this might yeah. not be their first so they're bringing all this baggage so it might this book this one of these books that I'm reading here the resource guide that we have it might not be the object might not be to combine everything but because you got some people that will in, the drain the bank account as soon as you open it up uh, yeah you know <laughs> when I got married <laughs> I remember uh, when I got married I always use this philosophy that my mom always tell me um, make sure you have a second account. Don't put all your eggs in one basket. So I, I think I, think, I, I used think to have. Do that. I think almost every woman has a separate secret bank account. I mean, it's not really secret, but like you know, you don't want to put all separate. your money in. You know, you put the bill money together. So, so like I was saying, so what I did was we had a joint account together. And that was how we paid our bill, was with the joint account. We would put half of our income in there for bill purpose. And then the other half, I had like another checking account where I would use my, that money for food and gas. And then I had my savings account separately. Yeah, I think, I think the thing is, each married couple, that's what, just like how you sit down and talk about the intimate things, you need to sit down and talk about how you're going to work out the finances, and you need to do that in detail. But, you know, you that's know? one of the most important thing in a marriage is finance. Yeah. I mean, there's other important things, but we're not going to list all of them. But marriage Yeah, we're is, not going to discuss but, that. You go to another program and discuss all that other extra but stuff, in, but um, we're talking about finance. But we're talking about finance, and a lot of people get you know in some issues with the finance because they didn't come in knowing about each other baggages they just came in because like you said love but it's always good to know the baggages not meaning you're not going to love that person i mean meaning that you're not going to love that person less but maybe you want to work with that person um you know i mean what do you know who is who is going to pay for the bills these are one of the things that we you should discuss like who's going to be in charge of the joint account um, you or know. you might, uh, you know, I think in many cases you might honestly just want to operate separately. To be um, honest, I don't know, uh, Mike. I, I mean, that it, you know, well, the Bible state when you get married, you become one. So your accounts have to be one somewhere. You can't just be separate. I mean, you know. Well, I, we're living it in a said, different day and time. Everybody's I got their that. look. Everybody's got their own cell phones now. Everybody's That's got true. their own computers, their own laptops. Everybody's got their own bank accounts. And I, I think if you can, that's why I said I think my. This is my opinion. I think that. Uh, the 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 old way used to combine everything. I think now in this new era, with technology and all this stuff. And this new economy, 
I think that the best thing to do is to um, mostly function separately. You may have uh, one or two things that are joint, um, but you make that decision. But most of it, I think now, you just op op operate separately uh, because especially if there are some other big factors, whether it's credit, bad credit, uh, one person hardly has any money. The other person has the mo more, much more money than the other. You know, uh, there's there's got to be um, a way that you can work it out. Uh, you know, with yourselves. So I that's my opinion, Carmen. Just work. You know, um, operate mostly mostly separately. That that's my opinion. What and but I know you don't agree with that. Well, you know, we don't have to all agree on the same thing, but um, we got some. Um, um, option is say uh, it said uh, decide who is going to pay for what so the first option is all for one or one for all so this is where you decide like Mike was saying either you're gonna do it together or you're gonna do it separately and pay for your expense so each person will be obligated for their expense separately well I don't think that's you know I don't think that's the right biblical way to do it but Nowadays, like Mike said, you know, younger people do things differently. So if that's your choice, then that will be your choice. That's what I said because, like, like for instance, you, I have my own cell phone, and uh, my wife has her own cell phone. She has a la laptop. I've got my own laptop. Um, I can't, I can't go into her computer, and she can't go into mine. But those are different. Though. I can't go into. Uh, she can't go into my cell phone. I don't know if I can go into but hers. But that's different, though, um, right? And that's, so that doesn't have any. I know, but it, but it, here. but it makes a separate. Now, here's the one thing that I think is bad about this separate thing: secret financing, financial cheating. So how does that consist of? That is when one or the other spends money. Without the other person knowing. Oh, you talking about like if if you go Not, shopping and right. your hubby don't know well, about that, it and you sneak yes. everything in after he's yes. sleeping and stuff. Or <laughs> just like cheating, you know, the he may the husband may have been paying for a an apartment for his secretary on the west on the northwest side of the city. And the wife does not know. So that falls into financial financial cheating, cheating. because that money oh, okay. should be going to the to the the both of them, the husband and wife. But he is taking that money and spending it on a girlfriend. So uh, now she may also be shopping secretly and buying stuff without covering it. You know, so there's there's some things that can go wrong so with that this can, separate thing. So that can be the financial cheating. Financial cheating, yes. You, okay. You're spending, you're, you're spending money on things that are not going towards the family at all. It's going out the door to some other woman or another family. Well, ladies and gentlemen, do not do that. <laughs> My second option is <laughs> you should agree to assign certain payment to each other. For example, who is responsible for the mortgage? Maybe um, who is responsible for their car insurance if you have a joint car insurance um, sometime when you're married you both pay separate car notes so that's something that's separate now if you have student loans 
that's a baggage that you bring over, but you don't want it to be a joint baggage. I mean, I don't know. Everybody's I think if somebody different. if somebody's got great credit and more money, you might want to make sure that that person stays strong in the marriage because you don't want both of you getting yes. dragged down. So you know that's another reason why it might be good to have separate. So. I guess you're just I, stuck on I, a separate I know, account. I guess so. But I guess yeah, so. my option number three is income based. Okay. What's that? Income based. Oh, income based. Yeah, okay. it's based. Sorry, I'm you okay. know talking kind of fast. Okay, so other ways that you can do it is example is sixty percent of your household income goes into your checking account, and the other forty percent you play with, right? Mm -hmm. So. I guess that would be like 60% of your paycheck will go into the joint account. Mm -hmm. And that's where you work with your bills and all the payments. So at least your spouse would see what is going out and the money's not being used to buy that secret purse that you're going to sneak into the house. <laughs> you know, well, that's why it may be good. You know, things are complex now more than ever, okay? This is not 1934, okay? okay? This is 2021. So you're still suggesting the separate accounts? Um, huh? uh, you might want to get an attorney, Some, okay? That's for the but, wealthier people. Um, you know. Well, not necessarily, um, you know, or you might want to get a prenup, okay? I'm just, just keeping it real. You all know what I'm talking about. You might want to take some additional steps because uh, there's a, and then, you know, you might that be, have that love at first sight thing. You get married um, four months after you met the person, and then you start finding out more and more stuff as you go along. You know, you got married too quick. Well, that uh, does happen know. now yeah, in yeah. today's day. So I mean, protect people, yourself. people do get married early. Mm -hmm. They don't wait two years anymore. So, yeah. Another thing is keep a emergency fund account open. So you can either do that joint or separate. Yeah. Always have an emergency fund. Um, you also, since I'm talking about separate stuff, I, I guess I keep doing that um, <laughs> you can also file your taxes married but filing separately you know um, so think about that too so there but it's are some so much beneficial if you file joint okay so you're the I mean, joint person I'm, I'm I always when I was married we were always joint okay. because it's so much benefit versus you filing separate you don't get that much benefit but as you can see it's a very emotional topic we told you to hang on we told you it was going to be like this but you know what guys mike uh, mike like the separate stuff you can do a separate ira if you open yeah. up an ira account uh -huh. and put your spouse on there as um beneficiary, beneficiary well, actually, actually or automatically is your spouse anyway. yeah your spouse is on there so they only can touch that money in case, God forbid, the Lord take you home. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, Mike liked the separate stuff, so that's something that Mike... Well, money is a very personal and emotional topic, and so is marriage. And if you hope to share the rest of your life with someone, get started on a solid footing with a clear understanding of your financial life together. This is so important. Uh, some of this might have been entertaining to you as you were listening, but trust me, if you're married or you're going to get married, you will have to address everything that we talked about today. But I just, you know, that is a good little statement that you made at the end, Mike. But also, financial matters are one of the top reasons for conflict in marriage. 
So we have mm -hmm. to remember that. Mm -hmm. So if you're not on common ground on money management, you'll have unstable ground in your marriage. Yep. You don't have to view and manage money in the same way, but it's important to understand and feel comfortable with your differences. So sit down and talk about it before you get married. You know, make that a part of your counseling session when you do go to counseling. It's to talk about your finance before you say, I do. So that's, you got some more tips, Mike? Or No, um, but it's a hot topic. Yes, so this many, was a fun topic. And I'm sure that I left some some things out um, that I didn't cover. And I'm if, if there's something that you think we should add to it, send us a, a message. Yes, click on and, you can click on you know, and send us a message. Yeah. Leave us a voicemail. We might need to do another topic on marriage and money again and revisit because there's, there's a lot of stuff that I, I'm sure we Yeah, we, there's a lot we, of stuff missed. to talk about. Yes. but. Don't forget, if you're planning on getting married, pull that TRW report. <laughs> <laughs> and and the criminal background report. Pull yes. all the reports. Because uh, you're going to, you know, you may be stuck with that person for decades. And, um, you know, you, you're going to, if you are connected and hooked up, uh, you're, you're both going on the ride. You know, you're both going on the same ride together. Thanks again for joining us on The Come Up. Today, Mike and I talked about getting married and tips on combining finance. Yes, that was a hot topic, but we're about to cool you down with a little jazz. Just a tune called Remember Me. I'm sure you guys know the artist once you hear it, but that is just to give you a very pleasant day and enjoy the rest of your day. And thanks again for listening to The Come Up. Will we help you take it to the top of your game? Thank you.